Welcome back to the Polishing Podcast. My name is Nico, otherwise known as Nico All Powerful on Things. I am one of the hosts. Hello. That's Allie. She's I'm also Allie. one of the hosts. And your wife. My wife. My wife. Um, start the podcast off. We got a couple announcements. First of which, I'm probably going to be done doing the uh, video podcast on Patreon because I wasn't enjoying it at all. Mm-hmm. So. The intent behind that was to do a video podcast where I could do fun to edit things whenever we talked about certain situations and stuff. And I did that a couple times, but all in all, didn't actually do it that much. Not anywhere near as much as I would have liked. Mm-hmm. And mostly it had to do with the fact that I didn't want to do it. So <laughs> I'm going to get rid of that tier. And honestly, I'm going to get rid of all of the tiers on the Patreon except for the dollar tier. Mm-hmm. Basically, I'm going to turn the Patreon into like a tipping thing where you can still get the podcast early if you really, really want to support it. Mm-hmm. But basically, yeah, you pay a dollar because you're like, hey, I like the podcast. Here's a little little scratch scratch to support you guys. Yeah. And then, I mean, you'll get a shout out. Obviously, because mm-hmm. that's just what happens. Mm-hmm. You get the podcast like a couple days before it comes out for everyone yeah. else. And then, yeah. So, five taller. What? Five taller? Five taller. Five taller. I wish I could be five taller. Five what? I don't know, but I'll take it. Yeah. Even if it's um, five millimeters, I'll take it. <laughs> it wouldn't be really that noticeable. Uh, yeah, but I'd still take it. That's fair. But yeah, five dollar tier is probably going to, like, the other tiers are just going to go away. And then it'll go back to, it'll all be a dollar. Mm-hmm. And yeah. And hopefully that means that more people feel like they can, you know, because it's more affordable. They can just throw a little bit. Yeah. At it's basically just going to be like, because I mean, it's just going to be like a little tipping thing yeah. now, more so than anything to else. Throw a dollar at us. Yeah. So you'll still get a shout out. You'll still get your early podcast. Just no video podcast because I'm on. I'm not putting in the time or the effort, and I feel like it's not right to charge people for things that I don't give a shit about. We're ethical in this motherfucker. Yeah. So. Um, and I'm going to do this before you guys have to renew uh, in a couple days. Mm-hmm. So I'll probably message the couple people that are still on Patreon and be like, hey, if you would like to renew at a dollar, that'd be cool. I mean, there's going to be a custom amount if you still want to do $5 and yeah. you want to do that. That'd be That's awesome. cool. You'd be my best friend, my favorite person. Yeah. But, but you don't have to do yeah, that. Yeah. You don't have to say that too. Yeah. But you're just not going to get additional benefits, unfortunately. Yeah. So we'll work on it. You know, there's yeah. always potential for changes in the future yeah i just there are things like i could put in there like a discord channel for Mm -hmm. the patreon not the patreon well i mean yes the patreon and the podcast and stuff i just don't know that i want to promise something and then not deliver on it yeah like hanging out and talking in a discord if Mm -hmm. i don't want it i i'm a part of other discords that i don't do that in so i'm like (laughs) putting a like a responsibility to do it probably Mm -hmm. Wouldn't help that much. Probably not. Just make me feel pressured into it, and uh, yeah. it's not great. So that's one of the reasons why that's not a reward, mm-hmm. because I just don't do that. Mm-hmm. It's kind of something I'm working on, <laughs> but... You also just have a, a fairly short fuse for intense social interaction. Yeah. You just are, like, not one of those people who spends a ton of your day socializing. Yeah. It doesn't help that... I get a lot of socializing out at work. And even if it is part-time, it's still all that I really need. Yeah. Because, like, I like the people I work with. I don't care so much for the customers, but (laughs) I'm just being honest. Yeah. But, yeah. So, that's the thing that's going to change. And then, today, a couple topics. Mm -hmm. Firing, not from the hip, shouldered up, lined up the sides. (laughs) 
lining up that the makes, sides. That makes me imagine putting on several shoulders. Like, <laughs> like oh, I'm like, shouldered up, so I have, like, extra, you so know. So, like, women in the 80s with shoulder pads? Yeah, except <laughs> you take the jacket off and it's, it's just this, it's That's more their shoulders? Shoulder. That's horrifying. I love it. Leonardo DiTrapio. Exactly. <laughs> the shoulders. Boulder shoulders. Yeah. But uh, we're going to talk about Smite, which is the game I used to play a lot and was big in my life and I still keep up with, but don't play as much. Mm-hmm. And we're also going to talk about other things. And by other things, I mean... What? Oh, Callie's, it's Callie. Callie's being extra cute on the floor She's and it's a U. very distracting. She's a U. She's she keeps whoop. putting her paw over her head and turning her head upside down. I, <laughs> I just absolutely can't handle it. So yeah. I'm trying not to be distracted by her, but it's, it's okay. pretty damn cute. Yeah. So, um, But... The other things is just like, because, you know, we like video games here. We talk we about video games. I'm going to talk about video games. But also, I like music. I don't talk about music that often. You really don't. But I do really enjoy it, mm-hmm. especially whenever I'm not doing anything that requires me to pay attention. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then just other stuff in general. Yeah. So, first off, Smite. You may be wondering, Nico, why are you talking about a game you don't play anymore? <laughs> well, you may simple-minded be fool. <laughs> Wait, I want to have a narrator voice. Okay. Uh, Go ahead. Listener, you might be wondering, why is Nico talking about a video game that he doesn't even play anymore? Well, here's the story. Record scratch freeze frame. <laughs> so this is how... Uh, <laughs> yep, that's me. <laughs> yep, that's me. You're probably wondering how I ended up in this situation. <laughs> um, Bring that back. Bring that trope in movies and <laughs> TV shows back. I mean, people were doing it in memes for a while. Yeah. Like, there, I saw one a long time ago where it was Eleven stealing waffles in the very first season of Stranger Things. It's like, <laughs> <laughs> freeze frame, record scratch. Yep, that's me. I'm stealing waffles. Oh, my God. <laughs> you probably wondered how I got in this situation. Poor Millie Bobby Brown. <laughs> just, Poor girl just trying to live her life. She's doing fine. Yeah, okay. She's, doing, <laughs> just, she's all right, but still. It's like, what? They got this season of Stranger Things and probably another one until it doesn't make them as much money? Who knows? I know the directors yeah. originally were like, well, you know, it only we can only go so far because like what yeah. they're going to grow older. Like we can't keep going forever with this story. Yeah, I don't really know. It's like, yeah, but Will seems to have a real fucked up everything. Yeah. So I don't know, man. <laughs> <Poor> Will. <laughs> anyway. All right. So we're talking about Smite. I distracted you. No, I that's fine. That. <laughs> um, the stri- well, the, honestly, the Stranger Things thing will kind of fit into this whole oh, thing yeah, anyway. Oh, yeah, that's true. Um, so the reason why I want to talk about Smite is there's some drama uh, in the fact that they are adding a character into the game that is not a god, was not worshipped as a god in real life in any way, shape, or form, mm-hmm. but it's Cthulhu, mm-hmm. which I'm pretty sure that's how you pronounce it. I think so. It's not Thulu, so like the C isn't silent. All right. This is unlike Django. <laughs> it's hilarious. Oh, what's up, Thulu? The C ain't silent, bitch. <laughs> Your name is... Cthulhu? Yep. It's like, yeah. <laughs> He's got a bunch of tentacles in yeah, front of his face. That's it. Um, or its face. It's probably gendered. It's from the early 1900s. Everything gets gendered. Yeah, I'm back sure then. it's a male. Yeah. But, um, so yeah, Cthulhu's being added to Smite, and people mm-hmm. are up in arms about it because it's the most recent, hashtag yawn, most recent <laughs> thing to be added to the games. Mm-hmm. Because, so. For one of the reasons people are upset at Spaghetti is because the game calls itself the Battleground of the Gods. Mm-hmm. But one of the very first characters that be added into the game when it was put it into beta and people were allowed to play it was Arachne, who is a Greek monster. Right. She's not a god. Not a god. She's not even a demigod. 
Isn't Hercules in it? He's a demigod. I mean, he's he gets deified god. when he dies. Oh. Yeah. When he after his, oh, he goes through all the trials and then he passes away because I I've I never think, heard that version of the Greek myth. Oh, uh, I think it's the Roman one. That's why because he oh, fights uh, Heracles. I think no, Heracles is Greek. Hercules is Roman. I thought it was the other way around. No, because Hera is his mother. And she did, and Zeus right. names him Heracles because they're like, look, well, it's your no, kid. Well, no, Hera isn't his mother. Well, yeah, that's, but Zeus is like, oh, see, this is the kid, I think this kid. <laughs> and she's, and I named him Heracles because, you know, it's your name. And then she goes, I don't like him more now. Thanks. I don't like that bitch. <laughs> and you named him after me? Fuck you. Which is just Hera and Zeus' <laughs> relationship. The other gods being, um. New York from that one episode of <laughs> Flavor of Love where she's like, Beyonce, I'm so sorry. <laughs> this ugly bitch. Narcissus in the corner in a mirror doesn't give a shit. But um, that's 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 somebody to Hera. Like, yeah. Hera, I'm so sorry that this <laughs> ugly bitch is so funny. Yeah. Um, probably Athena. Um, <laughs> or Aries. He's a little bitch, too. So. Yeah. But uh, so... But yeah, Hercules dies. I think it's fighting like some kind of serpent, venom, mm-hmm. something or another. I don't remember the exact whole spiel about it, but he gets deified when he dies. Mm. Um, but there are other characters like Guan Yu was just an actual general. Well, actual general. It's the romance of the three kingdoms time in China was, you know, what was real? Mm-hmm. Who knows? Cause, you know, all the records yeah. are kind of fantastical. But Guan Yu was deified in his death, even though he was just a general, like a human general. Right. And he's in the games. So they, there's a precedent yeah. for sort of bending what the definition of a god is. Yeah. And like they have the a lot of Hindu, of uh, Hindu, Hindu demons in the game like Bakasura mm-hmm. and uh, God, what are the other ones? Uh, I don't remember them off the top of my you head. You have a wildly encyclopedic knowledge of this game for someone who doesn't play it. it uh, blows I mean, mind. I played it for th- probably over a thousand hours That's over true. the span of yeah. like five years or so. Yeah. So it's kind of hard to forget it all it's just wild because there's so many characters yeah, and they've just kept adding more yeah i'm like how do you even begin to keep any of this straight like i you just play it a lot if you wild. don't like that's the thing is like the one of the reasons why this game is like games like it don't grow as much after a certain point mm. is like they've released over 100 characters mm. And it's 5v5 at maximum. Right. So, like, to even begin to break into it is, like, so much. Yeah, it's very daunting because the the barrier of entry is literally as tall as Mount Olympus. Because it's like, well, there are all of these characters. They all have four abilities at least, mm-hmm. plus their passives. Mm-hmm. And you have to learn about all of that stuff. Mm-hmm. And then there's items that you equip during the throughout mm-hmm. a match, and then you got to figure out what that does and how to counter this. Yeah, and that. it's each it, the burden of knowledge when playing. So Smite is a MOBA, which stands uh, multiplayer online battle arena. Ah, okay. Yeah, um, like League of Legends yeah. or Dota, or I think that's the only ones that anyone ever even cares about anymore. Now that I'm <laughs> thinking about it. Um, and those things are hashtag yawn. Um, <laughs> That's my secret cap. I'm always sleepy. <laughs> um, the thing with the, both of those games is they're also like hero, like just a crap ton of characters, crap ton of items. Ma- you got to know matchups between characters, yeah. team compositions. Like if I pick this character, mm-hmm. who goes well with that? Yeah. And like just getting into the game, you're like, well, what? That's a lot. It's, yeah, it's extremely daunting. I've been thinking about that a lot as I'm playing Strike Force because mm-hmm. they've. I mean, it's good, right? Because the more characters they add, 
the more interesting the game gets for me because I'm so familiar with so many of the characters, yeah. both from being a Marvel fan for a long time and also playing a game for what now two years. Yeah, just playing the mobile game and it's great and it's fun, but like they add so many new characters. I forgot you could do that. <laughs> they add so many new characters. Um, that I'm imagining if I downloaded the game today, I would not even know where to begin. I mean, there are some Marvel characters that they put in you don't know of. Yeah. I literally was like, who the fuck is this? Yeah. Taskmaster? I was like, who the fuck is that guy? Oh, I mean, I knew of him, but that's only because of the Avengers video game and then mm. See, Black yeah, I'd Widow. Never, I'd never heard of him. I mean, oh, he's and the co- Spider-Man video game. I was like, oh yeah, he's like a cool character, whatever, but right. like, and there's so many characters and it takes so long to like make them actually like heavyweights in the game yeah. especially now that I'm playing in like an alliance with a lot of experienced players or no. with people who will just buy they'll just throw money at it yeah whales whales so like because I'm playing with those people like to get a character to even begin to compete with some of this takes so long yeah well that, it's like, either time investment or money investment right it's whatever and I'm like I'm not gonna more of. Mar- Marvel already has enough of my money they're gonna be alright yeah but but yeah, I mean, it's it's nuts. And I'm mm. like, I can't imagine how daunting this must be to somebody who just is like, oh, I I sure do like that Captain America fella. And then they like <laughs> download this game and they're like, what? Who the fuck is Ironheart? Like, who the fuck? And I'm like, I know who Ironheart is, but yeah. like. I mean, to be fair, though, like you don't have to have those characters like to. I mean, play- it's become a little bit like some of the teams. Well, yeah. Become Once you so, start to get into that kind of thing. Yeah. Like the Asgardians. Up today, I played a team in the arena that was like two hundred thousand. Mm-hmm. I don't even know what you would call it. Like power, power, yeah, less than me. And they kicked your butt. And they kicked my ass. Uh-huh. They wiped the floor with my team that I've that been working on for two back years. When I was still playing. Oh yeah, the mutants are still. They've added even more mutants, so somehow they're even more powerful. When the minute they added Phoenix into the game, it was over. It was over. Man. Like you That's literally can't. Playing. You can't beat Phoenix. Like she shows up and you. Like, whittle her down, she dies, she comes back to life, and she boosts the fuck out of everybody else. Yeah. And then has a move that basically kills everyone on the team. I'm like, oh, I just, I literally can't even combat against that. I can't, I can't even do that. And then it's done. They're, like, adding all the people from Black Order, and it's, and it's cool. I like that. But it just means that there's a much higher barrier to entry. Yeah. For any play above, like, the first few days when it's just super free to play, and they just throw free energy at you a bunch to get you hooked. And then you, like, don't. You're like, oh, I would like to put this down, please. Yeah. Like, I can imagine it being exhausting. Yeah. So now imagine that, but you also have to have skill on top of everything. (laughs) That's wild. (laughs) Because this is not skill. You just press buttons. You can even autoplay. Yeah. Where you just hit hit a little button and it just automatically. I mean, there is skill involved in a turn-based game, like prioritizing a target. But it's not like real time and like, yeah. Yeah. It's not. Yeah. I would say it's more strategy than skill. Yeah. That's fair. Yeah. But so Smite. Has a precedent to not have gods in the game. Right. Even more recently, I think a year and a half, maybe two years at this point, I don't remember, mm-hmm. they, ago, they added in King Arthur and Merlin of Arthurian Those legend. Those are definitely not gods. Yeah. And people were upset about it at the time. They're like, they're not based in any kind of religion or mythology. It's just... I, I would argue they're definitely mythological. Well, yeah, but they're not like mythologically linked right. in like as gods they're or, not like ancient in yeah. that way i guess yeah they're mid like what is it medieval times something like, at the, that, like yeah. that at the least mm, something like that middle ages somewhere in yeah. there um tales of you know a king sword in the stone yeah lady in the water all that stuff um hmm. 
so they added them and people were like, oh, okay, that's kind of cool, but also what? Um, <laughs> and then re- like really recently they added Baba Yaga. Oh, hell yeah. Yeah. I fuck heavily with Baba Yaga. But the most, re- like when people were like researching like the, I guess, latest entries to like her folklore mm. is like the most the like the farthest back written one of her was from 250 years ago and that hints that the stories of her could have existed prior to that but there was nothing written of mm-hmm. the character of baba yaga it's an oral or, tradition yeah or witches in general mm-hmm. like outside of oral things mm-hmm. so people were like well, okay that's pretty recent and now cthulhu is here and that's an early 1900s yeah Novelization. Listen, listen, like less than a hundred. As years. long as Edward from Twilight doesn't roll up in smite, I think we're doing okay. Well, that's the thing. People's <laughs> people's whole argument is like, well, it's a slippery slope. How's how we know Gandalf's not going to come in the game next? Have, have I given the rant on the podcast yet about slippery slope? Have I have I done that? I don't know. Okay, well, it's a bullshit argument. Listen, I'm isn't just it here. a straw man? Or is that no? A, d- a straw man is a different type of okay. also. Bullshit. incorrect yeah. bullshit thing okay i know a straw man is like you're literally like trying to grasp at straws well yes but it's also when you, you like construct a fake yeah opponent that doesn't really exist yeah go ahead um but yeah so a slippery slope can only be used in an argument when the slippery slope and all of the steps on the incline can be demonstrated right and I, that doesn't mean, oh, yeah, as a thought experiment, mm-hmm. I can think myself through the slippery slope. I mean, you literally have to be able to prove that A leads to B, which leads to C and D and E and F and all the other things. If you can't do that right now, then it is not a slippery slope. Mm-hmm. 99% of the time when people use slippery slope, they cannot actually prove it. They're just scared of the possibilities that they have convinced themselves are now on the table. Yeah. But the truth is that usually those possibilities were already on the table. Yeah. First of all, they could put Gandalf in there at any time and like whatever. He's well, they said they're not going to. Right. But like, but yeah, but they could. It's, I mean, they'd have to go through the legal loopholes. Of, oh, right. Yeah. They're not paying. Stuff. Tolkien's estate for that shit. That's probably yeah. way too expensive. Um, yeah, because one of the reasons they put Cthulhu in the game is because Cthulhu as a character is in the public domain now. Right. Like, you don't have to pay... You don't have to pay anybody. Lovecraft's fucking um, estate, estate. Yeah. for the use of that property. Right. But, like, let's say they got, like, I don't know. I'm trying to think of... Like, like Frankenstein. Yeah. That shit's in the public domain. They could put Frankenstein in there. They have a skin based on Frankenstein for um, Osiris. Oh, that's weird but cool i mean he's literally put together again right so uh, that's cool yeah thematically um, it made sense yeah but it's like it's not actually a slippery slope unless penis. you can prove it isis couldn't find his penis oh my god so osiris isis put osiris back together and she was like sorry about your dick hubby <laughs> i'm sure she could fashion a dildo out of something yeah but she couldn't those find egyptian his penis. deities were crafty motherfuckers. i think sobek ate it i don't remember yikes uh, yeah egyptian mythology is a lot weirder a lot of than mythology is pretty brutal actually yeah it's the really Greeks strange were too. just the most incestuous gods yeah. just they were just all fucking brothers and sisters and i think said something did something with horus's sperm at some point yeah it's wild shit. or is it tough i don't know it's a lot of weird yeah. stuff um but yeah, basically, it's a slippery slope only if you can actually prove that it has in the past 
this thing led to this thing and here is how yeah. if you can't just be like well it's a slippery slope that doesn't prove itself yeah. like logically you have to defend that yeah um and like one of the things people are saying is like oh well, cthulhu's in the game and arthur and merlin and like what's to stop them from putting robin hood in the game and one of the developers was like yeah so the whole idea like they named gandalf not dumbledore or they named dumbledore not gandalf when they were like yeah that's ridiculous we're not gonna do that right also, we even talked about, like, the design team went back and forth on whether or not they should or could put Robin Hood in the game, and they were like, no, it doesn't. Like, even with the arguing of King Arthur and Merlin, right. it was like, it just didn't make sense, because it's like, well, yeah, but at least with King Arthur, it's like, he has an artifact of power, right. like he Excalibur. Is, right. He's the chosen king. Right. Merlin's a wizard, like, he's powerful right. in and of itself. Robin Hood was just a dude who stole money from the rich and right. gave to the poor. <laughs> <laughs> so like it's it's not like he's Robin like, Hood would be the least powerful character in the game, but he would be the richest. <laughs> so, I mean, well, I mean, like, Zeus can, is in the game, the king of the gods. So like, yeah, but does he have money? He doesn't need money. He's the king of the gods. I mean, yeah, it's not like he's like, yeah, let me pay you for this. He's the king of the gods. He just takes what he wants. <laughs> well, yeah, but so, yeah. So like, sometimes he, he's like, I want to fuck animals, and then he just does. Yeah. Same with Loki. Uh, well, some, Loki wants to get fucked by animals, right. but whatever. Well, and sometimes Zeus does too. Yeah. Well, and sometimes he wants to have sex with What's human p- women while well, he's, he's a goose. An, an <laughs> what isn't that a thing? Like he fucked a human woman as a goose? Some shit like that. And I'm like, <laughs> listen, I don't know, Zeus. Untitled Goose of, Game Zeus Edition. Right. Like I have a lot of questions about what was going on in ancient Greece that they were like, yeah, the king of the gods, our most revered and powerful figure, wants to be a goose fucking a lady. <laughs> and I'm like, you know, I mean. Uh, she seemed to be into it, I guess. That but, spiral penis. Uh, yeah, I can't imagine that, that going corkscrew. Well. And, but you know, I guess. I mean, he wasn't really an animal, so I guess it's not technically beast. I don't know. I don't know. Did did she know that it was? Zeus? I don't. I don't know. I don't think he went up to her and went. Honk. I think he went up to her and was like, "Hey, I'm Zeus, king of the gods." And she was like, "Well, fuck. <laughs> You're a goose." I was like, "I can be whatever I want, but right now I'm a goose." <laughs> Want to take this corkscrew penis for a spin? Affleck. That's a duck. Affleck. <laughs> but yeah, so people's argument was Cthulhu is too recent, hmm. not a deity in any shape or form. Which people were like, "There's a bunch of de- non-deities in the game that doesn't right. count." The fact that it's recent doesn't. I mean, yeah, it doesn't really matter because who the fuck cares if it's recent? Well, and not also, every care like all Hindu gods are still worshipped and they're in the game, right? So these are not only gods that are no longer like worshipped, and also a bunch of these ancient traditions come from different time periods anyway. Yeah, like thousands of years apart. So yeah. what's the truth? And then one of the things they brought up was I think Kukulin. Or Kukulain, I'm not entirely sure to pronounce it because sometimes the characters, they like the voice actors they get when they record their lines. I don't know that they know how to pronounce the names because Scylla should technically be Scylla because of the Greek pronunciation of a C. Um, but whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it, he's a Gaelic like demigod i think is how that works out. Mm-hmm. He's not a god either. Like mm-hmm. so, it's like okay, so. Like what? Like none of none of these arguments really track at all. Right. So they put Cthulhu in the game. He looks badass as fuck. Like, cool. he, yeah, I would. I a, would love to see it because. Yeah. 
Um, but people were also arguing, well, it's like, oh, but Cthulhu is supposed to be ginormous because in right. Lovecraft stuff, you, the entities are either unexplainably horrifying in a way that literally breaks your mind the instant you see them, mm-hmm. or they're so large they can't really exist on our plane without just not making any sense. Right. So, like, there's this shot from the trailer they made. That's so cool! Yeah, where he's eyeing down Zeus. That's fucking awesome, bro! Yeah. And then, this is what he looks like just in general. Yeah, and, I mean, that's horrifying. I love it. Yeah. And part of the his ultimate is that he apparently grows larger than, like, like Jormungandr's in the game, which is the world serpent that can wrap around the Earth. Pretty big, but you might say, yeah, and it's like all of, like the people are talking about. Oh, the scale, da, 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 da. it's like Ymir exists in the game. Ymir shouldn't be able to exist on the battlefield because he is the battlefield. Right. So, <laughs> what's so like? What's your actual grievance here? Yeah, <laughs> people are just trying to grasp at literally anything to be but like, you can it say doesn't you make don't sense. Like it, but you don't have to defend just like not liking the choice. You yeah, can just be like, I don't like it. And like Soul, the Norse. Ver- like soul is the norse personification of the sun like and they say oh she's using a projection right. to put on the battlefield she's yeah. not like she's not actually there it's not her she's the fucking sun she's the she sun whatever the fuck she wants to do yeah <laughs> like so like people keep trying to be like it doesn't make sense that cthulhu this that the other it's like well, you just don't want him in the game because you don't right. like the idea of such a modern thing right. modern in quotes because it's not modern right um, There's very little that's like modern about like an evil demon with tentacles. That's yeah. not actually a new idea. Yeah. It's been around for a really long time. Yeah. So. It's just an, a modern iteration. And not even that modern. That's a hundred years old. Yeah. But it's the most modern thing put in the game. Yeah. But it, see, I like the idea of include. Well, and that sort of leads me to like, what are some other characters that you would want? In the game. In the game. Especially now that like the more recent hundred years are opened up. Like, I mean, e- irregardless even of like copyright, like what's a cool monster you'd want to put or God or whatever. Well, I'm not sure off the top of my head because like a lot of the stuff that I like would like from myth and mythology is already in the game. Yeah. My cat's named nemesis. Like she's in the game. Mm-hmm. Uh, Thanatos is in the game. Mm-hmm. There's the, are we, what well, we modernized as the version of the grim reaper. Mm hmm mythologically thanatos had a straight sword because most characters would have or a spear because of just the weaponry was available at the time mm-hmm. spear like not spears scythes just look cool they're not an actual good weapon especially one that's specifically made for harvesting it right. just looks cool well i just always thought it was part of the like harvesting souls metaphor well yeah that's why we started to do that okay. but like an actual war scythe isn't shaped like a harvest like a harvesting site because that would be horrible for fighting yeah the blade looks like a pike like it looks like a long spear that makes sense yeah um but it's not the same before anybody's like excuse me it's a spear or whatever the (laughs) fuck i know it's not a spear it's just the easiest thing it's a point of reference yeah um but yeah like i mean a lot of the like gods that i know of in greek or other mythology are in the game already Hmm. so it's hard for me to think of stuff like they've put in um oh man surto's not in the game which that Hmm. would be cool because i mean because he's a giant fire demon that shit is awesome (laughs) they have a thing called the fire giant in the game but it is not surter like it they specifically did not name him that Hmm. probably because at some point they're 
they want they to want to include him yeah and it would be better to add that as a character and not just like an objective on the map right um what else so Surtur would be cool uh it's like the most I know about is like Greek and Norse myth, but even then I'm like, I mean, Hades, like the big three are in the game, Zeus, Poseidon, Hades. Mm -hmm. Hades and Zeus have been in since the beginning. Poseidon got put in real early. Mm -hmm. um, I'm really surprised I haven't seen anybody be like, well, what stopped them from putting Percy Jackson in the game? Like that, nothing, but also they probably don't want to because who the fuck cares? Right. It's not... Is it that popular of a series? I have no idea. I have. No, I mean, I was like just a little bit too old for it when it's when it came out. Yeah, like the idea of like yeah. mi like uh, it's a stories great idea. of myths existing within the modern world yeah. is cool. I love that's my shit. I love yeah. that. That's why American Gods is cool. Yeah. Also, the basis for Smite's lore is kind of the same as American Gods. Like, hmm. if you have worshippers, you get deified. Like mm. within Smite, which is how Americans. American, American gods does yeah. it because like if enough people believe in you you become a god mm -hmm. which is why technology and what media yeah media and all of them are gods in their show yeah yeah whereas and that's like their way of saying it in the game is like if you have worshipers at some point you get willed into existence as a god yeah which makes sense if you that's your whole basis for your right. universe I feel like that's a really great way to just be like fuck it here's gods like that's yeah. and that's how i feel about it like yeah. that's i'm like okay perfect premise achieved i need no more information now tell me a story and like yeah that's i don't because i listened to the first two audiobooks of percy jackson no i didn't finish the first one because I you got close to finishing the first one i got close but i didn't finish it because okay. i was just like well this is like fine but i I have, like, I don't know. And even the author has, mm. like, sort of famously criticized, especially the early books yeah. of his own stuff, um, for doing some weird things and also just not being his best work. Like, he just evolved heavily as a writer as he wrote, like, like a bazillion do. books. Yeah. yeah. Um, so maybe I would like some of the other ones. But the first one was, like, almost like that big post Harry Potter mm -hmm. like Hunger Games boom when like everybody was writing these weird fantasy YA novels that all ended up being the same somehow yeah. like it was like there's a white boy protagonist his white girl possible love interest and then insert some other dude of slightly varying identity here adventures occur white boy is chosen one will he won't he with girl hmm. story like and Do it they just say Percy's white in that Yes. Oh, okay. Yeah. So all of the fan fiction I've seen where he's brown, because, you know, Greek. <laughs> right. I mean, there's... And he's, like, supposed to be Greek, but not really Greek. I don't know. It's very I mean, weird. you could be part Greek. A lot of people are part Greek in right. the U.S., so it right. would make sense. Yeah. But, like, so also... He's, like, very white looking. Yeah. Um, and there are some... There are a lot of Greeks that pass, like, as just white. I mean, a like, lot of Greeks are just white. Well, yeah. Like, I'm just saying, like, that yeah. not a lot of them are... Or like I shouldn't say tone. not a lot of them, but you know there are some, there are Greeks that are not olive toned. Right. I'm Italian. I'm not olive toned at all. Right, that's true. You don't look particularly Mediterranean until yeah. people like look at your family's like mm -hmm. names and histories, and then they're like, oh, yeah, oh, he's Italian, Italian. I'm yeah. like, yeah, he just doesn't look it. Yeah. Um. um but yeah, I mean, because I'm thinking like cool mythology. Like, I'm trying to see fucking like Vlad the Impaler in that bitch. Like, he's the impetus for Dracula. Yeah. But honestly, I think Vlad the Impaler is a way more terrifying 
character <laughs> like person historically yeah. i mean they called him vlad the impaler yeah. and it's not because he like stabbed people mm. it's because he used people's own body weight to impale them on giant sticks yeah he was a horrifying man mm. it's so fucking cool yeah. like put him in and he'll just like impale people that's a cool i could just like already think i don't know i mean i don't play the game but i could see if i were playing a game like that some of the slightly more modern but is, still really cool, yeah. semi-mythical, semi-divine, yeah. powerful beings could be. Like, imagine if you treated Vlad the Impaler as an actual vampire mm. who is also this violent oligarch. Yeah. Like, terrifying. Yeah. Get him a real good voice actor. Sounds great. Yeah. Like, also, they put Achilles in the game. Like, come on. Oh. Yeah, he's not a... He never gets deified. He's just, no. a, he's just a hero. A gay hero, so I support that. Yeah. <laughs> He's very sassy in the game. He won't even wear armor sometimes. Well, he that's was kind of an arrogant ass. What? So it, That's part of like his personality and stuff. His passive is whether or not you wear armor, and it affects your stats. Like If you're not wearing armor, you do more damage, you move faster. Hmm. If you are wearing armor, you take less damage, and you move slower. But hmm. it's like most people... When he first got released, it was just better to not wear the armor. Mm-hmm. Like, it just made more sense because you just destroyed everybody. He's like, everything but my heel is good, bro. Yeah. And they even worked that into it. His ultimate is a short dash that executed people when they were underneath a certain health threshold. And with each person you executed, you would take more and more damage. Mm. So you could use it to kill a bunch of people, but then they could turn around and just nuke the shit out of you. Or, you know, you could just use it to run away because it's a dash. Yeah, but when he was broken, so cool. when he was released, he was broken as shit. I played him for a little bit, and I was able to 1v4 people. In a game where it's 5v5, you're not supposed to do that at right. all. That's not supposed That's, to be a thing. Yeah, it was hilariously fun, but I know it had to have been the worst experience for the <laughs> other people. And I don't care. Right. Well, you only did it for a little while. Uh, sure. <laughs> I mean, it's still a little while. It feels like a long time. When you're just getting crushed like that. Yeah. Yeah. A 30 minute match feels long when you're on the I receiving end. I that there's 30 minutes. That's yeah. a long match. Yeah. I don't do anything for 30 minutes, but maybe sleep. That's not true even a little <laughs> bit, but I get why you're exaggerating. <laughs> um, but yeah. So Cthulhu is in the game. It looks cool. It looks fucking cool. Yeah. And it, you said it uh, made you kind of want to read some Lovecraft. Or Lovecraft inspired things. Because mm. love, like... We've talked about this before. It's easy, especially in this day and age, to... What's the word I'm looking for? It, not invoke. Jesus. Uh, take in content without supporting the originator of said content. Oh. With the advent of... Arrgh. Well, and also, his stuff is in the public domain, so you can just read it. For yeah, whatever. but also that. <laughs> um, I'm like, also that exists. So. Yeah. Well, I'm just saying, because, like, you know music and other right. things yeah you but, can be like that person's a dick i don't want to give them my money but you have plentiful ways of doing so yeah uh we won't say any of them none of them stay within the laws of the, your lands be straight don't do crimes well i wasn't gonna <laughs> go that far it's a joke <laughs> you don't have to be straight you don't don't be straight in fact well don't <laughs> you can't do that that is also a joke it's <laughs> obviously a joke <laughs> Um, but yeah, I was thinking about it just because Eldritch and like those kinds of things have been pretty interesting and things that I've kind of enjoyed like 
taking part in, mm-hmm. which sounds weirder than is that? That's a weird way to phrase all that. But like my favorite, I have a bloodborne tattoo. Yep. And spoiler alert for a five or six year old game at this point. <laughs> there's a twist in that where it goes from gothic horror to cosmic horror, mm-hmm. and it's very Lovecraftian yeah. horrors of the mind mm-hmm. things like revealing truths of the universe mm-hmm. will break your mind. Alien tentacled eyes all kinds of shit you love that shit yeah and it was really cool especially when you first experience it you're like was that a small alien that just ran away from me what the fuck was that <laughs> when before you were just fighting like werewolves and snakes right so it's like what the fuck this is a little blue dude what the fuck is this <laughs> it's just, what the fuck is this yeah huh. a fucking cat <laughs> is that a fucking cat <laughs> looks like grandma the fucking thing it's a weird fucking cat it's okay lucy <laughs> <laughs> it's okay it's one of the best videos on the internet yeah um but so yeah like i really like that darkest dungeon has a lot of like lovecraftian horror things in it where mm-hmm. it's like the darkest dungeon in the darkest part of the world hosts the evil like the right. literal heart of the world which is this awful just Ten, like tentacles and tendrils and eyes and just yeah. all kinds of gross stuff. And then I watched a video on like explaining the creatures of the mist from the movie The mm. Mist, Stephen King's The Mist. Yeah. And like his stuff is very heavily inspired by it. And just from watching that, it's like you, you could very clearly tell like when somebody understands the idea of taking things you know and switching it to yeah. where it's like horrifying, mm-hmm. like taking. I don't know. Like one of the things that is like shown in the movie for a second is called the behemoth. It's just this giant creature that walks on all fours and it looks weird as hell. It has a bunch of tentacles coming out of its face and it's not necessarily evil. It's just so big. It crushes things as it walks. Right. And which, yeah, like it's just like nothing. It's like, I'm just walking and you're insignificant to me because you're too small. I don't care. Like, Which whatever is a, we are to scale with, like, an ant. Yeah. And it's just, like, whatever. Stomp, stomp. Like, that's just no. how it goes. And then there are other things that are, like, I think they were called, in one of the creatures was called a terror dactyl. Mm. And it looked kind of like, or was it, a, I don't remember if it was what it exactly it was called, but it looks kind of like a cross between, like, a buzzard and a pterodactyl. Mm. And it's just, like, just enough that where your brain is like is that that but then you're like oh no it's not it's horrifying which is kind of like a lot of the things that lovecraft did if it wasn't just so cosmically unstable and it's a different dimension so your brain just shatters the moment it sees it yeah and that is interesting in the fact that's like here's a thing that is undescribable and undeterminable Mm -hmm. and it just exists yeah, and that's obviously this, like veil of a wall. Yeah, and that's very obviously something Stranger Things is inspired by. Oh, 100%. Like the upside down. Yeah, is 100% is, like a Lovecraftian device. Yeah. Right? Like that's just, just a horrible, weird mirror world that these awful creatures like the Demogorgon and the, what do they call it? The Mind Flare, that yeah. like thing that they always show in the background. Thing, yeah. yeah, that because the kids named all the things. Right. Um, but it's like obviously adults don't like have a word yeah. for it, which is interesting. The kids just like call it something because they're kids. Well, I mean, they're all they're also playing D and D, so right. they're taking what they know and mm-hmm. doing that. And the but. adults are like, I know nothing like this. Yeah. <laughs> what the fuck is that? <laughs> and they're like, Oh, the mind flare. They're like, What the fuck? <laughs> what you guys don't play D and D? Interesting. Yeah, because like those kinds of things. Like I'm not big in the horror in general, yeah. 
but the idea of like a psychological or cosmic horror mm, kind yeah. of stuff is interesting to me. What's not interesting to me is the movie Alien. H.R. Geiger, rest in peace, right. go fuck himself <laughs> for designing that creature. That movie is fucking awesome, but I could see how it would terrify you. Forever. Yeah. Like, to be fair, like, H.R. Geiger stuff is just sexually suggestive in general. It is. It's very, very sexually perverse. He's which like, is the point. Right. He's smart to do it that way. Yeah. He's like, let me take a vagina or a penis and make it scary. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, that's, oh, in a puritanical just, U.S. culture, that checks out. Yeah. Or like some of it is just like, here's a lot of dicks, whatever. But like right. some of it is <laughs> a like. A lot of it is dicks. Yeah. But like particularly the, uh, like I saw a post on like r slash movies or movie details mm-hmm. that showed what, like, what is it? Ridley Scott saw to like. Because they were asking for art inspirations mm-hmm. to actually right. make the like creature. Because yeah. they were like, we don't know what the fuck we want to make like right. this thing look like. And I'm sure in the script it was just like the creature. Like, yeah. It's like not the a thing. alien. Right. <laughs> Title. Um, Roll credits. Yeah. <laughs> looks looks terrifying. We'll figure it out. So and so screams and runs away. Like yeah. that's. <laughs> they don't get far. Right. Um, <laughs> but like that, like the original like art that it's based off of. It's very more. It's even more penis looking, like it, which is surprising, because um, it already like come on the head. Yeah, it already just looks like a giant dick. Yeah. So on the thing, it has look like at the end of its head, it looks more like a head, but not like so much so. But like, yeah. but like more so. Yeah. <laughs> like if you've ever watched Alien and when like, why does all this make me so uncomfortable? Even if it's not just like the scary moments, yeah. it's because it's supposed to. Like it's yeah. supposed to look like objects and things that your brain kind of knows and then mm-hmm. perverts it and turns it into very yeah. invasive, awful things. Well, that's like one of my, one of the best. One of the reasons why I probably messed with my psyche is a small right. child. Right. That's And really, as a small child, you should not watch movies that are that scary. Well, I didn't mean to. <laughs> it's true. like I just walked in and saw terrifying things. And you were like, ha! Ah! Yeah. <laughs> well, poor baby. <laughs> um, but um, one of the greatest things about the reboot of Doctor Who is that Weeping Angels episode. They've been chasing that level of filmmaking ever since they've been chasing Um, that high for years yeah but honestly i mean it's one of the best because it is it's straight up horror like it's done through a sort of sci-fi lens because it's technically in the realm of doctor who but like in a lot of ways it's not at all a doctor who story like the doctor and his companion are barely in it yeah it's just casey mulligan who's incredible carrie mulligan carrie mulligan who's incredible and should be in everything um and like taking these this weeping angel statue, which is like something that everybody's like grandma has in their fucking garden or whatever. Yeah. And you see them in like public parks all the time. And it takes that thing that we see as like this sort of beautiful art or this like normal statue thing and, and it makes it, it. Yeah. horrifying. And I think that's what really good horror does. Yeah. I mean, I'm kind of I'm not good at being scared. Yeah. <laughs> I don't well, handle it well. I don't like like <laughs> I just straight up don't like horror stuff in general. Yeah. Like I don't like being scared at all. But I like when things take something you think you're familiar with and then sort of alienate you from it yeah and make it into a thing that you're like wait never mind yeah i don't want to i don't want that don't please no yeah (laughs) yeah i think um just to go back on the alien thing one of the like the face hugger which is the little thing that literally does that to you is uh like one i think h he's either hr geiger or ridley scott whichever one mm-hmm. was quoted as saying it's like there's nothing more horrifying to a man than something that rapes your mouth and impregnates you 
And it's like, well, yeah, when you put it that way, shit. I mean, <laughs> I hadn't really told myself that particular narrative, but yeah. here we are. And he's now like, I do. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, yeah, that's exactly what it does. And then it rips its way out of you, yeah. killing you in the process, and then yeah. murders all your friends. Apparently, the movie was like even more like sexually hmm. horrifying in the like before they cut stuff out of it. Somebody was talking like I was reading the whole thread. I'm a kind of a masochist when it comes yeah, to this stuff because I'm like say. I want to know things about this because it's interesting. But it's literally creatures, your nightmare. Yeah, the creatures <laughs> are interesting. Yeah, and it's I like fascinating the idea of, character construction. But I'm also like, oh cool. Hope I don't think about this before I go to sleep. <laughs> um, but one of like there was supposed to be like a shower scene, mm. like not shown, but mm-hmm. like you know a track where it's like literally like a woman in the shower, mm-hmm. the tail of the alien goes up between her legs yep. and then some weird scream moans happen. And it's like, oh, th- so there was going to be worse things in the movie. Way worse. <laughs> well, because isn't, isn't it one of the sequels where there, a woman like gives herself a C-section? That's Prometheus. Yeah. That's the technically prequel. Yeah. Because yeah, that was horrifying. Yeah, that movie, she gives herself a C-section with a machine that doesn't doesn't even operate on the female body. Like, it's right. not It's not designed to that. for that. Yeah. And she's like, well, it's this or death. Yeah. So or because something's growing inside me very not, quickly. It's not a baby. Yeah. So, which honestly fuels a lot of my pregnancy nightmares. So <laughs> it's horrifying. Yeah. I've never and watched Prometheus, like, but yeah. Oh, I watched it not really fully knowing what I was getting into and never having seen Alien. Well, so nobody knew it was an Alien prequel until the end of the movie. Right. Yeah. But I watched it like after it came out on like TV. Like yeah, yeah. it had been a while. And I watched it because people were like, oh, yeah, it's not as much of a horror movie as Alien is. I was like, okay, well, then I probably won't be scared. It's still a horror movie. Audience, <laughs> she was scared. <laughs> Spoiler alert. I was like, alert. why is Michael Fassbender doing that? Because he's a android that has no soul yeah horrifying yeah. but i did watch alien a few months ago for the first time and it was pretty fucking awesome do you watch it in california with, yeah, Ma- okay. with max yeah okay yeah alien. max was like we're, we're not doing anything today want to watch alien i was like sure i've never seen it he was like perfect yeah so there are scenes in that movie also people commend alien for what the reveal of the alien isn't like, oh, here it is, spooky times. It's just a quick cut of it somewhere yep. and nobody noticing it yet. And you're, and like, like, you're like, wait, was that it? <laughs> you're like, no, 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 no. Yeah. <laughs> I yeah. kept just like punching Max in the shoulder and be like, oh, my God. Oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> and being like, especially because, you know, now that it's a few years older, it's not as scary. Cause I mean, it it's not a few years. It's yeah. from the seven, like right. late 70s. It's yeah, but it's. It doesn't look real. So, like, I couldn't get totally lost in it and therefore terrified of it, which is yeah. good for me because I'm a scaredy cat. Yeah. Um, but. Yeah, 1979. So, yeah. it's going to, at the end of this decade, it's going to be 50 years old. Yeah. So, yeah, it was like, it was like, okay, I'm not going to get scared of this, but I can, like, a- appreciate some of the really amazing choices that they made with the yeah. film. And I was like, oh, I get why people are obsessed with this now. This movie is fucking awesome. Yeah. And then Aliens is. One of the times where the sequel is either as good or is better than the first movie. Which is awesome. Yeah. But it's another one of those times James Cameron came in and was like, hey, I'm going to make a sequel to your movie and make it action-y, but also still horrifying. So thanks. <laughs> Though, uh, for uh, to be fair, Terminator was also still James Cameron. It's mm-hmm. just T2. He made better than the first movie. 
and more actiony. Because Terminator, the first Terminator is more of a thriller mm-hmm. horror movie than yeah. it is an action movie. Yeah, as well, which is hilarious that he did that twice. It's like, oh, thriller, mm, action movie. <laughs> <laughs> nope. Then Titanic, which isn't friendship ended with thriller <laughs> yeah <laughs> time for disaster ish movie right. i don't know i don't know um but it's I, good so and then <laughs> friendship ended with that with titanic now avatar is my best friend and i'm gonna make five sequels eventually insert like a picture of like a tumbleweed rolling across the desert like apparently they're doing something still i don't know Whatever. he really missed the boat on that hype yeah i mean it was like the thing. It, it was, was the, the thing. thing. It was the highest grossing, or not grossing, highest something. I think it was the highest grossing for a really long time. Something like that. Until Endgame dethroned it. I think so, yeah. I think it was like literally like Avatar Titanic or Titanic Avatar. Either way, right. he just had the top two spots. And then Endgame came out in theaters twice and went. Yeah. Because they had to do well, and, twice. And it was also like <laughs> by the time Endgame came out, like Avatar is kind of the joke, right? Like it was so big that I feel like the only people I ever see talk about it are people who make it a joke. They're yeah. like making fun of it because it takes itself really seriously. Oh, yeah. Which would have been fine if a sequel had come out quickly and just built on that. Like, OK, this is just a franchise that takes itself seriously. Yeah. But now it just sounds like, oh, James Cameron takes himself seriously, which is not the same thing. And he always has. Right. But. but. Yeah, it's, I don't know. It's looking rough yeah. for him, I feel like, but whatever. Yeah. It was a cool movie. The first time I saw it, I saw it in 3D and it was awesome. But like, Yeah, same. Like, I was like, whoa, stuff can look like this. this but now if you look at it again, like, I'm, I am wonder like, if okay. the CGI even holds up anymore. That's a thing to do. Maybe we should watch it. And I don't know if I want to commit to that. It's a long it's movie. really long. Isn't it just Dancing with Wolves or Dances with Wolves or Fern Gully? But I think it's like a mixture of all that. Yeah. Honestly, <laughs> my my CGI blue people. Yeah, my my thing is I don't think James Cameron knows how to create good stories. I think he can make an, a pre-existing narrative look really nice on screen, yeah. which is great and wonderful. That's a skill. I mean, Terminator was his original work. Like that was his idea. That's cool. Yeah, so he can do that. He did. He has one one. Yeah. Original idea that he can do twice. <laughs> I kind of wish that like more directors and writers would just like. Just say that you do adaptations. Just do adaptations. That's fine. I love adaptations. Like, take a good book or a well-known story, you know, play with it, make some changes, make it more interesting, take the setting and change it, take the time period and change it. Like, do those creative things. But, like, don't pretend like every idea you've ever had while you're pooping on the toilet is an interesting idea that is this wholly new narrative that needs to be reached. Like, it gets very old. also original work that has nothing in common with anything else. I don't think he ever did say any of that. Yeah, but he just takes himself so seriously. Yeah. That it's like... So did he write Avatar? I don't know. It's like his baby, though. Yeah. He's, like, obsessed with it. Yeah. More than anyone else is obsessed with it, which is weird, because a movie like that, making as much money as it did, should have been the ship that launched a thousand fandoms, but instead it... It also, like, it was also supposed to launch 3D again. Which, mm-hmm. even at the time, I knew 3D was a joke. I was like, okay, right. cool. This is awesome in this movie. No one's going to use it like this. He set right. out from the beginning yep. to make an immersive experience right. in 3D. Yeah. And every other movie shot for 3D didn't it's utilize it the way he not, did. Because it yeah. wasn't shot from the beginning. The whole story wasn't thought of with mm-hmm. put on the 3D glasses. The black ones, not the red, blue ones that are stupid. Yeah. Because they are. They are. They objectively are dumb and make everyone who wears them feel like a dummy. <laughs> um, they're red and blue. You can't feel cool. They're made of paper. They're not even plastic. Yeah, it's horrifying. But um, 
I get why they're usually used in theaters because you give people just glasses and they're like, well, I'm taking these with me. Like, don't, you can't just wear them in the world. Everything will look weird. And they're like, well, whatever. It's fine. But these are mine now. I paid for them, right? And they're like, no, you're supposed to return them. And they're like, mine. And then they don't do anything about yeah. it and they just lose a bunch of money. Yeah. Um. But yeah, so I get... Like, he did all that from the beginning. He waited until CGI even looked enough realistic to even start it. Like, yep. there's a whole lot of steps to before he yeah. ever even started making the movie. So and I it, get like, why it's important. And it, like, worked perfectly because, it like, some of the film was this, like, more grounded, mm. regular shot. And then, like, essentially a character plays a video game. And so you as an audience member mm. are suddenly, you're in reality, you're in reality, it's very grounded. And then suddenly you're immersed Mm. In this colorful, vivid, dynamic, textured... Yeah, because it starts on a ship. Right. Like, and just it's like, like humans just yeah. hanging out. Like, there's nothing CGI And then you're on this Pandora? Is yeah. it called Pandora? Pandora. Yeah. yeah. With the Navi and all that. Yeah. And so it's like a great device for that. But it's yeah. like, unless you have a device that calls for it, 3D just doesn't really matter. Yeah. And it's, to prove it, look how many movies are filmed for 3D. Yeah absolutely almost none of them mm-hmm. i think doctor strange had 3d in it yeah. did we see it in 3d i think I don't we did remember. but like it wasn't shot for 3d because that cgi like that cgi sequence still looks good on a tv yeah it looks better obviously with the 3d and everything but like mm-hmm. but it still looks fine good yeah like, it's still a beautiful movie yeah without the 3d so there really was just no reason for it yeah so like that's the and thing it certainly doesn't help the narrative yeah and so. now 3D is just like an option for some movies, but they're just made, they're converted. It doesn't, yeah. you're just spending more money for no reason. Yeah. And now I don't even hear about it anymore. So if no. movies are even being, well, I mean, right now, movies aren't being made in general. Right. But like <laughs> when they were, I'm right. pretty sure I wasn't hearing anything about anything like 3D tickets or anything. Mm-hmm. Real D, 3D. At least I don't remember it. Yeah. But yeah. So um, we were going to talk about music. We were, but we're almost at an hour. I mean, we can go longer if you'd like, if you want to talk about it. It's totally up to you. you I'm, have, I'm fine. You have half an input here. I have one half? Yeah, same with me. I have half an input as well. We're, we're t- we come well, together. We're one whole. <laughs> we are one whole. One, one, whole. <laughs> um, let's talk about music for a little bit. I okay. don't have much to say. Okay. So. Well, I mean, the question. I have questions. Oh, you have questions. Yes. So you might. Um, okay. But yeah. So just to wrap around a little bow on the end of the first topic. Cthulhu's and Smite. People are mad about it. Get over it. <laughs> it's happening. They've already come out and been like, this is going to be the only character from these works that we're putting in the game for the foreseeable future, which had some people bummed out because there are other characters that are even like well-known gods within Mm -hmm. the Cthulhu old gods and Mm -hmm. great ones thing that have been described. So it's not Mm -hmm. like they're unknowable, unseeable things like they've actually got attributes that they could have an artist work on. But Cthulhu is the most famous one. And even they justified it by saying, like, look, Cthulhu's been in the media, like, mainstream media and video games, books, movies, all kinds of shit for a really long time now. And within the lore of the game, you just have to have worshippers for you to exist as a deity. And that's the whole point of Cthulhu is there are these groups of, like, small tribes, usually, Mm -hmm. that worship and, like, cults and stuff. But within the game, it's like, I mean, nobody knows who the fuck 
who Kulain is, yeah. like in the zeitgeist of the right. world, and he's in the game. Right. So like, you're telling me Cthulhu couldn't be in there, right. and that's their whole argument. So mm-hmm. he's in the game, looks cool, I'm excited. Let's talk about some music. Music. So one of the reasons I want to talk about a little about music is just because you know general thing things going on, um, you know. Other than video games, because you can't play video games all the time. Mostly because you'll burn out. It just happens. Um, Unless you're playing with friends, and then it's easier because then you're, like, doing stuff and talking. Mm -hmm. Um, But one of the things I've been doing a lot, hashtag yawn, is... I tried to hide it. (laughs) But I can tell. I know. uh, Is listening to music, especially older music. So one of the things I've heard recently is, like, if you like music, you'll go out of your way to look for and discover new music doesn't necessarily have to be new genres of music it's just new music in general you don't just go back because you know our parents are like oh you listen to that it's not real music that whole yeah that gobbledygook and like you know i was guilty of that in high school i'm like rap don't you mean crap oh my god you were that white kid i was yeah i hated you well yeah yeah i'm so glad i didn't meet you in high school yeah i would have hated you well yeah i mean you would have hated me too but i would have hated you but yeah i mean we're not i'm not that kid anymore that's good i'm very glad that you've grown i listen to all kinds of things now um but you know as sometimes you get in like very insular about your thoughts and things until hashtag out until you discover them new things and things you like it wasn't until like was a junior year? Yeah, my junior year of high school where I would ask someone, I was like, look, we're both dudes who like metal, but you also like rap music. Give me a list of shit I should listen to hmm. so I could see what I like. And I don't remember what was on that list past, like, Cypress Hill. Okay, well. <laughs> so I'll be honest. I mean, listen, rap is a really broad and diverse genre. Yeah. So it just made, so, like. You it could was, play around in rap for, like, a decade and have whole artists that you just never even heard of. Yeah. But the thing was, it was like, well, we have similar taste in music when it comes to this. Right. Tell Maybe me what you like. Yeah. Like, elsewhere. tell me your favorite shit in yeah. this genre and see if I can find shit that I'm like, oh, I don't like this. Because, you know, a lot of, I mean, it doesn't help that a lot of mainstream stuff is very, especially when we were growing up, was just. I mean, Lil John and the East Side Boys mm-hmm. was just literally skeet, 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 skeet. Oh, yeah. Like. Yeah, it was awesome. <laughs> but coming from like a kid, like my like my brain at the time, I was just like, this cum. <laughs> yes. Are they just talking about cum? They are. And they somehow got air, air radio 100%. play. 100%. <laughs> and like, had all of us singing it at homecoming yeah. just in, in the high school gym. Oh, skeet, skeet. God damn. Oh, yeah. And they played the censored version, but... Everybody knew the words. We all knew the words, and so we sang it. We were like, what are they going to do? Kick us all out of the gym? They could have. They could have, but they didn't. None of yeah. them cared. Those people were like, I'm here for free. So. Yeah. But uh, <laughs> as a kid, right. I was like, oh, this is... I do think you had high literary taste. No, not even. Music. I was just like, oh, I don't get it. And nowadays, I'm like, whatever. It's got a fat beat. That's all I care about. <laughs> No, nah, that's not true. I'm like, why not sing about skeeting? I don't know. I can't skeet all over things, but if I could, <laughs> I'd probably sing about it. So, <laughs> fair, frankly. But yeah, like as a like just as a teenager and stuff, I didn't understand the ideas and mentalities behind mm. rap music in general, especially mainstream stuff, because a lot of mainstream any music isn't that good. Mm. Like 
I mean, Daughtry gets radio play or did. I don't know right. if he I was makes like, music I anymore. I don't think Daughtry is currently getting radio play, but we I don't know. find out. I listen to up. a lot of Top 40. You got Daughtry's number? I'll call him right now. I, I do not have Chris Daughtry's <laughs> phone number. Why would I have his phone number? What else has he got going on? Probably nothing. You think he's on Cameo? Oh, my God. Probably. probably. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> a lot of people are on Cameo, oh, though. Oh, no. Like, even really famous people are on right. Cameo. So they, like, raise money for charity and stuff. Or just pocket it. Right. Or that, too. <laughs> the, I, the, the mega famous ones I've seen just, like, donate all their money to charity. But. That's fair. Um, but, yeah. Just, you know. But, yeah. So, mainstream stuff didn't, like, I didn't understand it. Uh, I've been listening to band. <sighs> Hashtag yawn. Hashtag yawn. Oh, damn it. Hashtag yawn again. It's because I didn't finish. I just I said hashtag yawn instead of stop like finishing my <laughs> yawn. Uh, called, interrupt this yawn for another yawn. Yeah, uh, I've been listening to a band called Kill Switch Engage. Mm-hmm. They are a melodic metalcore band that kind of started that entire genre, which is mm-hmm. basically just heavy music that goes into melodic like choruses and stuff, and has more clean vocals and less harsh vocals mm-hmm. and stuff like that, and. I didn't realize, like, until I was listening to them, that I know most of the words to all the songs. Just because, you know, when you think of your top bands or whatever, and you go back and you're like, wait, I know out of the first three of their three albums, I know most every word to their clean vocal sections. Yeah. I couldn't sing them right now. I have to listen to the songs to do it. Yeah. But, But, like, if it's playing, you're like, oh, I know every word of this. Yeah. You can just sing along. Yeah. Yeah, I'm that way with a lot of stuff I listen to. And, like, it's just weird to think about, like, you know, if I were to list my top five bands, I don't even think they'd make it. I don't know that I put them on my top 10. Wow. Yeah. That's the weird thing is, like, you know, I should give them more credit. Like, have you ever done that? Like, you listen to music and you're like, you know what? This fucks. Why don't I have, like, the, like more either of their merch or like listen to more of this music. Oh, or for sure, all the time. Yeah, I mean, especially because I have really eclectic. Yeah, I mean, everybody says that, but I feel like I actually do have a fairly eclectic music taste. I mean, you went from listening to System of a Down to OG Maco, right? Like in the same playlist, like it's all the same. Like yeah. it's all. It's just it's very. If much you don't know who OG Maco is, that's kind of the point. <laughs> and also, do yourself a fucking favor. And listen to OG Mako because he is... He's not popular, right? Like, he's still under... I mean, he's not as mainstream. Well, I just... I've literally... I mean, he did a song with Migos before Migos blew up. Yeah, but Migos blew up. I don't think he did. Yeah, no, he didn't. All right, let's try this again. All right. So... Yeah, because there was eclectic music taste, OG Mako. Ah! Um, then we paused um but yeah i have a, a pretty eclectic music taste og mako is incredible yeah. even just og mako's particular discography is great like he put out right after michael brown was killed he put out an album of like stuff that was a little more grounded a little more lyric driven and it's just like really good rap music um but most of the time it's like just that great that sweet spot where trap was cool but it wasn't so cool that like every, it was in like it, it was influencing every single pop song which i like because i like trap but and i love pop Whoa. music but like it was like that sweet spot before trap became so commodified and it was just about like creating a beat yeah. quickly that everybody would like um so he has a few songs that are just incredible one of them is called fuck em times three 
Mm-hmm. And the chorus is, fuck them, fuck them, fuck them. Mm-hmm. It's brilliant. It's honestly, I've never felt more joy in my life than the first time I heard that song. Uh, I've been chasing that high ever since. So he's incredible. And I saw him open for fucking fallout boy yeah that was a that that it was a really wild concert experience yeah. and i did like, not know tour i did not because he because he was the first opener like or the second i don't know what you would call it but he mm. was like the person opening for the opener yeah so i saw fallout boy on tour um and og mako played i didn't even know he was going to be performing and most of the people in the audience had absolutely no idea who he was and he like came on stage and we're like, it's OG Mako. And I was like, what the fuck? I love OG Mako. What is happening? And so it was him and then Wiz Khalifa and then Fall Out Boy. Yeah. It was a very interesting concert experience. I bet. Um, I mean, Fall Out Boy has always had a pretty close relationship with hip hop and rap. Um, I mean, one of their albums was produced by Jay-Z. Like yeah. they're just, they've always just had a heavy crossover. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> <laughs> it's your boy yeah, yeah. so um What's up, demons it's your boy <laughs> so yeah uh which is one reason i think why i've maintained a love of that like i don't know what you would even call fallout boy but whatever pop fallout punk. boy is and yeah pop, pop punk than anything yeah um and uh and hip-hop because they've always just been really closely related to yeah. me um and rap in particular like like R and B is okay, mm-hmm. but I don't usually listen to R and B because I don't really like sort of that slow, like moody sort of thing. Yeah. You listen um, to a lot of Drake, wasn't he most uh, primarily R and B? No, I, I literally just I don't listen to the R and B stuff. I only oh. listen to his rap stuff. Okay. And the more ballads he forces people to listen to, the less I like him. Yeah. Okay. So. Gotcha. I'm just kind of like whatever. So you don't listen to real sad boy hours. Though. I really don't. <laughs> um, and that's I mean it's honestly it's just like most kinds of music I just don't really listen to sad music I figure yeah. I'm sad enough on my own that's fair I only give a pass to Linkin Park and Evanescence and everybody else it's either angry music or party music yeah and that's 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 it I that can only sense. do angry music or party music a bitch is depressed <laughs> I'm okay but like yeah my brain is already sad enough I don't yeah. need anybody to give me more sads I already have them that, um, that's fair but yeah, no, I still know every word to like all of Fall Boy and Panic at the Disco's albums. Even yeah. that one Panic at the Disco album, I don't even really like. No. I know all the words to it. I don't know which one you're referring Pretty to. Pretty odd. It's nine in the afternoon. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> like, I love you, Brandon Urie, but shut the fuck up. <laughs> um, That shit makes no sense. Okay. But I still know every word. <laughs> yeah, I don't, there's nothing I, 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 well... No, maybe. I don't know. There's no album where I'm like, this is terrible. I know all the words. Like, I don't think that's a thing for oh, me. Yeah, fully. Like, I used to listen to Limp Biscuit, knowing full well they're terrible, but I don't know the worst of songs. <laughs> I know that. I mean, except Roland, because it's Roland, 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 Roland. What? Roland, 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 Roland. Come on. I mean, I'm sure there are. Are there words? I don't know. <laughs> are there other I words in that song? I, yeah, I, I have know. no idea. If there are, they don't come to mind. Yeah. So. <laughs> and his whiny-ish kind of rapper, yeah, what was shouty this? voice. I don't understand why we ever tolerated that. I no. don't. They were real big in the 90s. God, the 90s. What a musically vacuous space in so many ways. <laughs> there were like a few bright spots, but everywhere else was just full dark, no stars. <laughs> just. Yeah, I guess. I don't know. 
I just didn't pay attention to a lot of stuff from then. The it's not aughts. good. It's yeah. it's not great. I mean, I liked a lot of stuff in the early aughts, but that's when I got into yeah. rap music, frankly, yeah. and when I got into punk pop, pop punk pop music, <laughs> pop pop <laughs> music. Like I'm from music. Boston or something. Pop pop, yeah. <laughs> but uh, punk rock, punk yeah. pop stuff. And I do like some just like straight up punk stuff, but not a lot of it. Well, yeah, I mean it's a certain type of abrasive because yeah. they're literally like, here's a chord. Or we're gonna play it as fast as possible. We're just gonna that's it. lean onto that guitar, and I'm like, I respect that, but that's I it. can only do so much of that. It's like, okay, can you do anything else? It's like, oh, okay. It's just, it's just not very dynamic. Like, it all starts to sound very similar. Yeah, it's pretty funny. Like, if you take Green Day's earlier stuff, if you just start it in the middle, you're like, is this? Oh, nope. I don't know this song. Right. <laughs> like, I have absolutely no idea what this is. But it sounds about the same as other right. songs. And a I love of, some of their early stuff, but it's yeah. like, I don't I don't know. Yeah, that's one of the things. I mean, there's, like, a lot of people can say that about metal music as well. It's like, mm-hmm. oh, you can just play any song from any of this one band's albums, and it'll... Truly, like, you could play any song from any metal band, and I would just be like, sure. Well, but like, that's I, also, you don't know anything right, about that, that, especially the you stuff be like, I like, this to. is called Corpses of the Poop, and I'd be like, okay. I mean, sure, I believe that. There's a there's a there's a uh, oh, what is it a <laughs> metal? I don't remember their name now off the top of my head. But there's a parody metal band where they're all dressed up as Ned Flanders from The Simpsons. What the fuck? Yeah, and all of their what? music has to deal with being Homer's neighbor. <laughs> I really don't understand metal music at all because that just flies. They're not face. famous, <laughs> like, right? But like. I don't get it. <laughs> How does that just spontaneously emerge? I mean, it's probably five dudes smoking weed going, wouldn't it be funny if we all wore turtleneck sweaters? I'm so stressed out by this. <laughs> I like, I can't even articulate to you why that stresses me out. <laughs> but it stresses it me ha- out. Is it, are they called just howdy neighbor? Because oh, no. That's what he says. <laughs> I know, but that upsets me. Oh, Ned. Flanders. That's a horrible. Oh no, the band's name is Oakley Doakley. No, because <laughs> that's uh, another one. That's a better. That's a better band name. Yeah, this is what they look like. They all look all look like Ned Flanders. Oh my god, do they commit to those mustaches like year round? Or are they just, <laughs> do they just have to live their lives looking like that? Maybe that's unfortunate. Well, oh my they... god, imagine playing a metal show in that outfit. <laughs> yeah, it would be terrible. You never get lost in a crowd though. Oh. Okay, so I didn't know that there was going to be more music that was similar to this. There's Mac Sabbath. They're all dressed up as weird, twisted versions of Ronald McDonald characters. Well, I don't want to see that. Don't show me that. <laughs> There's Beatallica, which, a bit, to be fair, Apocalyptica was the... They were a Metallica cover band that just played on like the cello and violin and stuff, mm-hmm. and then they just started doing their own music, but they never changed their name. Right. Um, so that's not that crazy. Mm-hmm. Um, but and then there's Hate Beak, which has got a parrot in it. What is Hate? I don't understand. That, I, th- there's a band called Hate Breed, oh, which might be what they're parroting. I don't okay. like Hate Breed at all. I think it sounds not great. Mm-hmm. I don't like a lot of hardcore music to begin with, though. Mm-hmm. Hardcore is just a version of punk music that is leans more into the aggressive side of it. Mm. But... It doesn't do a whole hell of a lot for me. 
because a lot of the vocalists, I was gonna say singers. I don't. I, I'm not a fan of calling a lot of people who front metal band singers when they don't sing. Yeah. Just call them a vocalist. Yeah. They provide vocals. They don't sing for the right. most part. Um, but vocalists of hardcore bands don't like. When I listen to like Killswitch Engage, August Burns Red, a lot of what they are described as doing is screaming. Hardcore vocalists tend to just shout. So it's just their voice shouting, oh, and it's yeah, it's kind of annoying. It's also not a good long term strategy. Yeah, like, I don't, I don't like it. A that's lot. how you get nodes on your vocal cords by like thirty five. Yeah, so like screaming, I'm okay with because you can actually do interesting things with it. Right. Shouting in your normal voice just annoys me. Right. If I wanted to hear people shouting, I'd just call my family. Yeah, uh, and then there's even it's variations. A dark joke for all you out there. <laughs> we get it. Um, we get it, Allie. Your childhood was traumatizing. Yeah. <laughs> sad violin yeah um and then there's like variations to screaming which a lot of black metal bands do what is technified like technified what was i even gonna say technically no that was not it okay well, it, which is referred to as shrieking which is oh. a higher pitched like yeah, that shrill sense. that's actually scream. probably safer for your voice yeah and then a lot of death metal bands do a growl which is very low mm-hmm. and deep which both everything is supposed to come from your diaphragm. You're not supposed to force right. anything in your throat. And any band that's existed for longer than a year, um, especially with a vocalist that does any of these extreme vocals, will tell you that. Right. Uh, there's a particular if you want to have anything a voice, longer than yeah. a year, yeah, or just a voice in general, yeah. Because if you don't know how to, like, a lot of bands have talked about it. The frontmen have been like, if you don't know how to scream, you'll make it. You'll go through one show and you won't even make it through the whole show. Yep. If you don't teach yourself how to do this, you can't do it. Like, right. it isn't a thing you can just do. People think, like, right. oh, metal vocalists it's a just skill. do it. You really have to hone it. Yeah. Honestly, like, I would equate it to, like, a really complex athletic skill. Yeah. Like, you're like- not just going to walk up and be like, yeah, I'm, I, you know, once I played some ping pong in my house, so let me just play Serena Williams. Yeah. Like, you're just going to get your ass beat, except this time it's your vocal cords yeah. that are just going to literally a lot get like ripped some, apart. It's similar in essence to like operatic singing. Yeah. You can't do opera yeah. just randomly. Random. Like there are some people who are naturally talented right. in singing. But they take years but, to learn how to do opera properly. Yeah. Like opera you can't just do. Mm-hmm. And scream vocalization or extreme. Right. Like a lot of people just call it extreme vocalizations. You can't just do. You right. have to Especially practice Especially not it. a lot. Yeah. Over a period of time. Like yeah. you could probably go to a concert yourself hmm. and scream in the audience and then you go home and like and you'll you wake like this yeah. the next day and you're like right but hey. you're like oh, i'll just rest my voice for a day or two and then i'll be fine hmm. but like if you're a touring vocalist or you're recording an album and you're going in and singing every day for a few weeks hmm. like you will just rip apart your vocal cords and your vocal cords are a really really delicate part of your body yeah. they are often injured very easily even by trained singers like you hear about like all these like famous pop vocalists mm. who have huge amounts of vocal training, who live their entire lives around what is going to keep their voices healthy, and they still have to go on vocal rest every once in a while yeah. because even as well trained as they are, like people like Celine Dion, who've been singing for years, like still have to go on vocal rest. Will still often have nodules on their vocal cords. Yep. Like Julie Andrews doesn't sing anymore because she got nodules on her vocal cords and she had surgery and it, she just never recovered. Yeah. Like, and she was considered one of the most technically sophisticated singers for decades. Like, she's fantastic. She's fucking Mary Poppins. Yeah. And she hurt herself. So, like, you can't scream. Yeah. And expect to maintain that same level of activity 
without really knowing what you're doing. Yeah. So I support you. Just be careful. Yeah. Unless you just don't care about having a voice in like a month. Yeah. And, and then, that's the thing is like you could like a lot of vocalists, their first albums, especially in the early days of like the metalcore yeah. scene, like you can very tell like a lot of people are like, oh, this is so raw and it's so good sounding. <laughs> and it's like, because yeah, it's, because the dude's vocal cords are raw. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but then it, his people are like, oh, this person learned how to do this correctly. And it's like, right. It doesn't sound as good. It sounds more. Da, da, da. Right. It's like, yeah, usually when you get access to better equipment and able the ability to learn and do things properly things are going to sound more processed and you get a record contract and the record company says we want to profit on you in a year so you are going to work with a vocal coach and you are going to perform in a certain way otherwise our investment in you will be zero dollars and we will sue you for breach of contract (laughs) which is like a thing i mean it's something that not a lot of people talk about but record companies actively discourage you from doing things that hurt their profits so They're going to tell you not to do that shit. Yeah. And they're going to give you a vocal coach to work with. Yeah. Especially if it's like, I don't know how rampant that is in like metal communities and metal labels, but I'm sure it's at least part of it. I mean, yeah, I would be really surprised if even like people that get it aren't like, hey, yeah, we're going to get you a vocal coach. And they're like, because, you know, you can be a front man of a band for who knows how many years and be like, no, I'm fine. It's like, no, you're not fine. No. There are bands from the 80s who have had to change their entire sound because their vocalist fucked up their voice. Yep. But he still sounds good doing this. Right. But that's what he does now. Right. So These are just the new limits. Yeah. Figure it out. Yep. <laughs> and like, then they're like, oh, okay. Yeah. Like, if, if one of your guitar players got pretty severe arthritis, you just have to figure out a way, you know? You, you're going to you get have, a new guitarist. Like, if your plan is to make this your livelihood and to continue to perform and make music for a really long time, you have to think long term. Yeah. It's one thing, like, my dad sometimes complains. He's like, a lot of female, you know, singers now, their voices are so nasal. And to some degree, I, I get it, and I hear what he's saying, because my dad grew up with, like, Janis Joplin and Patti Smith, mm. who have these, like, very raw, very gravelly voices. But those women sang themselves out of tone quality in a few years yeah like by the time janice joplin died she did not have a long career she didn't get to be an aged wizened old woman she died fairly young and her voice was fucked yeah like the reason they sound nasally is because that nasal placement of your voice protects your vocal cords like Mm -hmm. that's what happens if you use your diaphragm with really good breath support and you pitch everything through your nose usually your tone quality is better and you don't absolutely fuck your vocal cords so like there's a reason for that shift and it's because we know more how to protect yeah. vocalists instruments which is their voice yeah and it's really important i mean i think that's and that's hard a lot of people don't know that and a yeah. lot of fans i think can be callous about that yeah um, i mean people it, get pissed like when singers cancel shows yeah for like hey my vocal cords are fucked up like what do you do you want them to have a terrible concert like i don't understand yeah it's <laughs> shitty like the only like my favorite band's August Burns Red. We've been known. Mm-hmm. Their only video, like DVD live concert taping, was when Jake's voice was messed up. So his screams sound terrible. Mm. Like the live, like this is the thing they put out. Yeah. And he's like, I didn't, like, I put the show on because I thought I could do it. Looking back at it, it sounds awful. Yeah. Like I sound awful in it. And it's yeah. like, yeah, he really does sound t- like as somebody who is a fan of their music and have heard live performances from them yeah. and other things, Not great. this official taping with like multiples, yeah. like angles and everything visually looks good. His voice sounds awful in it. That's right. And that's one of the things is like, 
you can do a lot of things on a record to make someone sound good. Yeah. But live, it's... Yeah, it's totally different. Yep. A lot... And so, a band that some people may know from memes, Dragon Force, uh, <laughs> their singer cannot sing live whatsoever to save his life. Mm-hmm. On the record, he sounds like a stereotypical power metal, like, belting at the top of his lungs singer, mm-hmm. you know, a la Iron Maiden in the 80s. Mm-hmm. You know, just that... Yeah. You know, you know what I'm talking about. Yeah. Everybody's heard through the fire and the flames. <laughs> we carry on. <laughs> um, but live performance, it's terrible. Yeah. Like, it's just, it's, I mean, I wouldn't say it's unlistenable because they sell shows. Right. But, like, <laughs> it's not good. Right. Like, and that's the thing, especially with, like, metal vocalists. It's like, if you don't take care of your voice and your vocal cords and all that stuff and learn proper things from the record to a live performance, you're not going to sound anywhere near the same and you can't hide it. Right. A lot of like, they don't have enough money to do that. Right. That's the thing is like a pop artist might be able to hide the fact that they can't sing as well live Mm -hmm. as they do on their record because they have more money to throw into their production. Yeah. A metal band doesn't have that no matter what. Right. Like shit. Like even the biggest metal bands don't make near as much money as the biggest pop artists Mm -hmm. or anything. There's no real true metal equivalent to Ariana Grande. Yeah. There's just no. It's like it like doesn't. Metallica is the biggest metal band I probably ever, and yeah. they're not. They don't make near as much money. Yeah, like they can have as a, Taylor Swift shit like shit tons of pyrotechnics and stuff in their shows and Taylor Swift did a whole tour where she brought on other famous people. Yeah. Every single tour was a different famous person. Yeah. Every single stop, like twice a week, this bitch had random motherfuckers. Yeah. She you just do brought that. onto her concert. She cannot sing. She's not a talented vocalist in any respect. Yeah. She's, but she can be like, look at my glittery dress. Look at my huge production value. Every yeah. single one of these is like, look the at half- our dance routines. Right. Like the Super Bowl halftime show, plus even more famous people. Like she mm. can just do that. And like people will pay hundreds of dollars for mm. a single seat at one of her shows way up in the back. Yeah. So like, but metal shows just aren't getting. Yeah. They're just they're not getting that level. Yeah, of. like a Metallica concert. I mean, their t- tickets cost hundreds of dollars because they've been around since the '80s and they're behemoths right. in their genre. But like, they also don't tour as often. Not anymore. Yeah. I mean, they're all, they're all like sixty. It right. makes sense. Their last. I mean, album I did see BB King ago. perform live in his mid '80s, mm-hmm. and that was pretty bomb. He did. I mean, sit. they're still going. Yeah, I mean, they're he just... did sit most of the time, but yeah. I was like, I'm seeing BB King with my regular eyeballs. Yeah, there's no screen. It's just me sitting in the grass in Mississippi, and that's BB King, and he's yeah. just playing a guitar and he's singing, and I'm dead now, so yeah. it's fine. There's a metal band that's like even like really heavy. Their name's Mashuga. They're a Swedish metal band. Yeah, I've heard of them. Yeah, from the night then they formed in 1987. Mm. They're still making music today. They're old now. Yeah, they're old. Like, they're old. And it's, like, it's surprising to see them be able to do it because this genre of music will, it, it more than others, it um relies on you being able to do either yeah. highly technical things. Right. For, it's, like, even just for drummers. It's a very athletic. Yeah. Like, physically there's a lot of movement in creating the music yeah. much less like energetically like what you have to bring as a performer to a show yeah you can't like roll up to a metal concert being like i'm kind of sleepy yeah like you, you have can't to like john mayer your way right. through a metal concert <laughs> can't be like let's take a break and just slow down and mellow out that's <laughs> like not what's happening it's bong <laughs> right because <laughs> john mayer is just high all the time when he's on tour right if you didn't know that 
I don't know how. Right, like uh, he, you're not paying attention. There was, I'm pretty sure there was like, I don't know, some MTV thing or VH1 thing where he had a camera crew and he's just like, I'm going to go out to the like parking lot before the show. I'm just going to hang out with people. And it was just a camera guy, John Mayer. And he was just like, at one point they were like, we're about to, in the van, you want to like, he's like, hell yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he gets high all the time. Yeah. I mean, why do you think his music is so sleepy? Yeah. Because he's relaxed. That, I mean, that's he's the point of his music. He's ready for a nap at any time. And yeah. So is his music. And, and uh, some of it I really like. It's yeah. nap time music. Yeah. But that's like his whole thing. And you can't do that in right. a metal show because it's like right. people are like, oh, I want to mosh. I want to feel the like the right. everything. And then they're like, all right, so this one's called Bury Your Mom Under the Tree of the Hanging Bodies. <laughs> all right, boys, let's do this. And it just sounds like John Mayer. That's <laughs> incredible. <laughs> no, it sounds exactly the same, but Bodies everybody's sitting there like. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> like you just can't do that yeah. there are there are shows there are whole genres there's a whole music videos like that where the juxtaposition is supposed to be funny right. like that's the point but yeah so that's but that's not your typical metal show no uh so it's a really athletic i mean that's one of the reasons why i liked pop punk music for mm. so much is that like you go to the shows and it's really energetic even when they're literally singing about depression mm. is like there's still a way that it's like really engaging <laughs> my dad beats me my mom's never home let's all party <laughs> and like, like honestly okay, yeah. i'm like let's I've, jump let's I've go fucking relate <laughs> to that shit man like let's play this track again like encore like <laughs> here we go um you want to hear my dad beats me again it's like man i really i didn't pay attention to the, li- <laughs> the titles of these songs no, did I? I i fully <laughs> fully loved all of that shit like I half mean, of the music from that like era is just about being depressed as shit but it's I mean, like yeah Lincoln but it Park's sounds so numb right literally but, the song but lincoln numb. park sounds sad yeah but, i mean it's but it's high energy but it's sad yeah it's just when you look at the titles of the songs you're right. like as a kid, I didn't understand what was being said lyrically. A good portion of Fall Out Boy is just him being like, I really wish that I liked myself enough to have friends. Yeah. And I'm like, Patrick Stump, I like you enough to be your friend. And I mean, then you're like, but I don't friends. like my... Oh, shit. And I'm like, but I don't like myself enough to be friends with myself. <laughs> so I relate, Patrick. Yeah. Like, and that's just... I mean, that's a lot of what... Yeah, she's she's the cutest creature on the earth. Yeah, she's all snuggled. Yep. But with the back feet out, she looks like a shrimp. Yep. Like an overcooked, overcooked shrimp. Um, Sorry. But yeah. yeah. I'm fresh out of things. So. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I got nothing else. Cool. So that's the podcast. Um, thanks for tuning in, team. Yeah. Uh, thanks for hanging out. I want to say a shout out to Patrick and Cert. Still hanging in there on the Patreon. Still the handsomest gems on the planet. Uh, and yeah, I think that's about it i'm nico nico are powerful on the stuff it's ali ali macchia on the stuff the stuff if you search ali macchia and it's not her then that's she's not on that stuff that's how yeah, that works that, that's yeah that's yeah. pretty much it yeah um i'm gonna have more try to think of stuff for the next time yeah don't know what yet if there's anything you'd like to hear us chat about that you think we might know about yeah you're welcome to reach out and be like hey could you chat about this and we'll be like maybe do we know about that thing and yeah. if we do we'll talk about it yeah shout out to youtube there's one guy leaving comments on the shout out to youtube guy auto posted podcast because when it uploads to podbean it goes to youtube as well um thanks for leaving comments if you we have a question you. leave a comment we love you yeah be also like if you want to leave questions you can either tweet at me at nico powerful n-i-c-c-o-p-o-w-e-r-f-u-l or if you don't have a Twitter but do have a YouTube account, you can leave comments on this episode of the podcast. Mm-hmm. 
So, yeah, if you want to ask us any questions, go ahead and do that. We will try to be interesting. Yeah, um, and I'm not guaranteeing an answer. If you ask something weird, yeah. I'll just ignore it. Or just something we don't know anything about. Yeah, I mean, I'll I'll, I'll just say that. Right. <laughs> Someone asked about this. I don't know. <laughs> it was like, what do you think about the fear of space? I'm like, I don't know. I don't I'm not know. scared of space. I don't plan on going there anytime soon, so I'm not really, it's not an active fear of mine. Yeah. But that's it. Yep. Thanks for listening. You're, you're beautiful and cute. Bye. Bye.